Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. One of my friends asked me recently about how to interact with people. So in this case, he had a friend who was just he described it as one foot in the world where when he's with this friend, it's like trudging through mud. And even though the person is friendly and or at least tries to be friendly, but the conversation isn't always super comfortable and it's just not, a, it's not peaceful to hang out with this person. And that sense of spiritual heaviness that just lingers both maybe during the the time together and then afterwards. And so the question is, how do we be in the world when we deal with people like this? Or, or is there a way to be separate? So this is a really good question because in some ways, this is kind of like just walking out your salvation with fear and trembling, right? That there's there's probably not a single one-size-fits-all answer. And depending on even the season of life that you're in, I feel like there could be a different answer based on what you're dealing with. I oftentimes think about relationships a little bit like... Um, a shopping cart. I think about this in terms, actually, I think about the shopping cart analogy in other ways too. But I think that picture of seeing sometimes your shopping cart of relational capacity is more empty. And so you can take on more just because of what you're dealing with in the rest of your life. But sometimes your shopping cart of relational capacity is actually really full. And in that case, it's like, oh, I actually don't have more that I can give at this moment. And so that doesn't make you bad. That just makes you, um, I guess, like with limited capacity, <laughs> if that makes sense. And so part of this is to even just say, Lord, what am I capable of in this season? And it might not be the same as what you had in the past. And I really like the section of Proverbs 26, 4 and 5, where it says, do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. And then in verse 5, it says, answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. And so there's this part of like, wow, Solomon, that's so helpful. We're supposed to answer and not answer. Fantastic. Which is it? And of course, the answer is, there's not a one-size-fits-all answer. That sometimes you're going to be prompted to answer the fool and sometimes you're going to be prompted not to. And you get to actually just go through your life saying, what is it that you have for me in this moment, Holy Spirit? So at different times, I would say I have, if there is a relationship that's a little bit more draining, I've just said, I can't actually be a part of this more draining relationship in this season. I am either dealing with healing or I have other things going on. And there's, sometimes I think about it almost like a, um, what is it that the Lord talks about that it's the different types of soil. And so if, if the Lord is sowing seed, I want to be a good soil. And so, and frankly, if I'm sowing seed, I want to be sowing it into good soil that's receptive. And I remember listening to, um, it was maybe Chris Valentin or one of the young prophets that he had trained up, 
And the young prophet was talking about how, oh, I think it was Keith Ferrante, actually. Um, he was talking about how he would go and he would listen, but he wasn't always very receptive or obedient. And the person interviewing Keith was like, that's amazing that you were allowed to still be mentored because quite frankly, a lot of leaders aren't interested in continuing with someone who just has a hard heart or who isn't interested in changing. So there's there's that aspect of saying, no, it's actually okay to to sow into the things that are actually creating fruit. There's also a level of, depending on your relationship, if you recognize that somebody is carrying darkness, that it's okay to gently point this out to them, to say maybe something like, I have found significant healing. Let me tell you about my own experience of healing prayer, or let me tell you about my own experience of uh, how I needed to be delivered, and then invite that person to, to pursue their own walk of healing. And it's there's... I feel like certain people are trained in this and have a grace for it. And that's not all of us. And frankly, not all of us should be doing healing prayer, especially for those who are close to us. It's really easy to overlook certain things if you are trying to do it for someone who's really a a close friend or just somebody in your own circle. And oftentimes, I don't even want to know what my friends are dealing with. You know, (laughs) like, let me give you to my, my healing prayer person so that you can just have someone who will comfort you who doesn't know you. That will be lovely. Um... So I think that there is that aspect that that is also done from a heart of love because you want good things for the other person, even if you are not personally able to address some of those things yourself. I think it's also really fair, especially if you're in a situation where you can't, because of either family ties or restrictions, when you can't get away from a person who's carrying darkness, then you actually just get to say, Jesus, I need you to pull me into the secret place and hold me there. And so I need your wraparound presence to surround me because otherwise I'm not going to be able to handle it. And just kind of ask for a greater shield, a greater level of protection, a greater bubble of protection to be around you and to keep you safe. So those are some of the things that I would do. I personally never feel any form of compulsion that if I'm getting kind of a weird vibe, I don't feel any obligation to continue on with a person who's given me a weird vibe. I feel like that's actually also part of the discernment process. And so I, I maybe this is bad, but I just don't really care a whole lot about social convention. And so if somebody was like, hey, can you give me a ride because I need to get to this place? and I didn't feel peace about it, I would just be like, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. (laughs) Hopefully you can find an Uber or something else to convey you from one point to another. Um, So yeah, that it could be that the Lord needs to work on my heart, or it could be that I actually just naturally have pretty good boundaries and I'm giving you permission to have good boundaries as well. Okay. I hope that that in general made sense. So Lord Jesus, I ask that we would be walking with you always. Lord, that you would give us wisdom and direction, that you would that we would receive the permission to be able to stay in peace. Lord, I thank you that when we do get slimed because we're in the world and we're with people who are in the world, that you give us the solution that we get to be wiped clean. Lord, that I think about how uh, Rosemary Clausen would say, after every interaction with every person, you hand them off to Jesus because otherwise the weight of all those people just gets to be way too much. And so thank you, Lord, that 
even washing clean once a day in the spirit, that maybe that's not even enough if we're interacting with a bunch of different people. And so thank you, Jesus, that you give us the opportunity to come to you for cleansing as often as we need it. Thank you that we don't have to walk under other people's weight or their darkness, that we can actually just ask you to take that off of us, lift that off, and then that we get to walk in your light and your grace. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.